Hello and welcome to Ultramarin Morons, a podcast about trying new things. My name is Joel. I am your doctor. And my name is Luke. I am your nurse. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Open up. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Bring those. Bring that heart over here. Let me give it a little check. One, two. Yep. Uh, Luke, it's um, it's been a little bit. We haven't uh, we haven't recorded uh, an episode of the usual format in a couple weeks now. What have you been up to? Well, Joel, uh, you know, my wife and I are now living by ourselves, definitely not in the basement of a family member or friend. No, I don't do that either. No, of course not. Sure. And uh, we're a little bit concerned about security. You know, heaven forbid that in the off chance that I'm not working from home and I'm gone and Jennifer, my wife, who's unemployed, is also not home. (laughs) (laughs) On those rare occasions. Yep, yep. The perfect storm, we like to call it. Yep. We wanted an alert system, something to deter any potential intruder. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, discourage any B&E in your yep. uh, basement abode. Yeah, okay. So we, we went on the, the old internet, and we found the most vicious canine that money could buy. Oh, nice. So, like... Um, one of those like German shepherds or like Rottweilers or like Pitbull or something like that, something that can do some real damage? Uh, close. It's actually a King Charles Spaniel, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. So that baby will top out at about 16 pounds, <laughs> but that is 16 pounds of death to whoever comes in. 16 pounds of fury just diving at whoever goes in that door. <laughs> just 16 pounds of just psychotic <laughs> just just manic just feral feral you know uh i don't know i don't even know what i'm saying but <laughs> just ferocity yeah, it's right it's it's such a dangerous animal it's hard to put into words is what you're saying it really is um we you're looking at a probably if i had a guess nearing a ton um, of bite force that 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 puppy can produce. <laughs> That's right pretty now. impressive, considering the uh, the size that they grow to that you just mentioned, which is less than twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. I I think it's comparable to a desert eagle. You know, uh, oh, big, big punch in a small package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pecks a lot of firepower. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you uh, you can sleep soundly at night, knowing that uh, nothing is going to get through. Uh, nothing's going to get past that that dog. That's good. You know, I've also uh, because I got a new puppy. Um, you know, the, as, as with any baby animal, they, you know, humans included, they wake up frequently throughout the night. Sure. So, you know, I've only had this dog for a couple of days, but it's been, uh, it's been wearing on my sleep schedule. Okay. So I wanted something throughout the day that would help me relax and, you know, maybe take the edge off of the lack of sleep I've been getting. Understandable. So you took up chain smoking. Got it. I took up crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> Just something to calm the nerves after a nice, uh, <laughs> busy day. I, I get it. No, uh, in all seriousness, Joel, and smoking is not a joking matter. Yeah, no, we don't endorse it here on the show. Of course not. But in all seriousness, I uh, I booted up, booted up uh, my old headphones my old Sennheisers, mm-hmm. and I listened to Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Oh, okay. Through. Cool. All, uh, all one hour and 20-ish minutes of it. Sure, yeah. One of the classics, literally. One right? of the classics. Yeah. Ends with, um, I mean, the classic, Ode to Joy. Oh, okay. So that's from that uh, yeah. symphony. Okay. That's, that's where it comes from. Cool. 
And how was the experience? Live up to the hype? It was good. Uh, throughout the entire thing, I mean, I was watching just a video of uh, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra playing it. The Chicago Cubs playing it. Yeah, the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing down their bats and picking up their violins. <laughs> no, but the, the, the orchestra playing it. And um, the entire time I was just floored by how much, uh, uh, I don't know, like skill must have gone into writing an entire symphony for an entire symphony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, the, uh, the I'm blanking on the name. It's a film from the 80s called, oh, it's Amadeus. I believe that one's yep. about, is that about Beethoven or Mozart? It's about Mozart. Amadeus Mozart. Okay, and, yeah. Well, that makes um, sense. His his like rival that he keeps one upping and or something like that. Oh, so Beethoven's not in that movie. I don't think so. Okay, so I don't I, know. Were Beethoven and Mozart? I don't think Beethoven and Mozart were alive at the same time. Okay, so I they just, might have been. I just wasted like Google sixty it. seconds of everybody's time. I feel like a right fool. I have egg Beethoven on my face. Beethoven and Mozart alive at the same time. No way. I'm look I'm looking it up here and it says they were lovers. How what? That's crazy. <laughs> Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart died in 1791 and Beethoven was okay. born in 1770. So I guess they had a bit of overlap. So Mozart died when Beethoven was like 21ish. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, not, I don't know if they I mean, like knew really each other. Cool. But... It's just kind of like it's just like all right. <laughs> well, that's actually kind of interesting. I it got in my head. I would not have been able to tell you the even just like general era of when these men existed. I like if you told me like oh yeah Beethoven from fifteen hundred. I would. Have been like, I was yeah. just gonna say yeah yeah. It's like yeah, it's, I picture out. like I I picture like Shakespeare level a like you know. Uh, almost like greek pantheon just like ancient history (laughs) but super um, ancient yeah right uh was it was it everything that you dreamed it would be i know you said it was like good and it's impressive one guy did it but do you feel like you're qualified to really understand uh like the nuance of it because any music theory stuff to me like goes over my head so i you know I, i have no frame of reference well joel let me let me answer that question as succinctly as i can no Okay. <laughs> no, I am not qualified. <laughs> I will say though, I enjoyed it, and I think it slightly relaxed me. Oh, really? Um, Are you smarter? Towards the end, though, because it has like a—I feel a little bit smarter, okay. you know. Uh, you know, probably like twenty-three years too late that this was played for me. It should be I know. played it's, for it's me in the, the in the womb. <laughs> okay, so 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 you are gonna play it for your vicious guard dog. So like. When she's not defending the house, she can be like doing calculus or something. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Good. Absolutely. I don't know if I had a point, but we'll you just probably, leave it at that. <laughs> you were going to, you were, you were building up to one and I just like made some dumb joke about <laughs> music of hearing talk. You're in here, you're in here trying to discuss the finer points of like one of the greatest musicians that ever lived. And I'm like, yeah, your dog can do math. I think my point was just going to be me saying I liked it in a slightly different way. <laughs> so we, we don't need to revisit that. That, that is kind of like the, back when we used to like take this show seriously and try to like discuss the merits of something, we would start by saying like, it wasn't bad. And then we would just like say that at, in as many words for about yeah. five minutes. Like <laughs> back no in the olden days. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's good. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, I don't know if. Yeah, uh, I guess you don't need to necessarily <clears throat> listen to like the Ninth Symphony, but I, I pick one out that's like, I'd say at least an hour of okay. any of the classical symphonies. Gotcha. Well, Joel, let's cut the shit. What do you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you st- that's that's your transition to my thing every time we we always talk like you know we just rip back and forth and shit. then yours is like all right no more <laughs> no more bullshit. yeah it's like suddenly you got places to be um uh okay so mine um is i decided to fast for 24 hours oh wow yeah i did a 24 hour fast um uh, I I just I just finished I just broke it um like an hour or so ago when I had dinner so okay. from yesterday around five thirty dinner time uh, I did not have a morsel to eat until uh, tonight around five thirty so did you drink plenty of fluids I'm assuming yep yep I drank water and I had a cup of coffee but that's it okay yeah so you had coffee and water so yep. that's that's basically where I'm at yeah I um. I, uh, from what I understand, that is not breaking the fast. In addition to actually doing it, I did some uh, research about the health benefits of it, and it's pretty interesting stuff. Hmm. I'd love to hear it. Well, I only passed out two or three times, which is pretty good. Okay, well. I <laughs> no, I just, um, I just looked it up, and uh, when I say interesting stuff, I mean more so, I, I don't know. I really don't know how to feel about it because I don't think there have been any conclusive long-term studies done on it. Mm-hmm. And also there are people who really hype it up. And I'm sure you're aware of that, right? Like people talk about intermittent fasting as though it's like the second coming of Christ. Oh yeah. Any, anything that's like kind of a more niche health thing, it, it just has like a, I don't know, I was going to say virile, but that's not the right word. That means like, <laughs> I think that means like a dude who's like sexually active. <laughs> No, I mean, you're right. Like, it's been crazy. Women have been throwing themselves at me since they realized, like, wow, wow. you haven't eaten for 18 hours. No, but they're just super, uh, super, uh, I guess, cultish, kind of. Yeah, right. No, I, there is, like, an air of superiority as though they have, like, they have access to some unknown truth and they, like, smirk down their nose at you as you, like, yeah. have your have your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, like, <laughs> do you know what you're doing to your body? <laughs> do you know the insulin levels that you're pumping through your <laughs> veins? <laughs> do you know what food does to your body? <laughs> that's almost, that's the funny part about it is they're almost acting like food is this thing to be avoided. They're, like, they're like <laughs> ideally, they would eat one meal a day and they're acting like it's, like, food is what's <laughs> killing us. I'm, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> ideally, like, I would survive off air and water alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, like there i think the end goal of intermittent fasting is um photosynthesis where they just like yeah. drink up the sun and then make their own nutrients <laughs> they just bury their feet into the soil yeah. <laughs> they're just plant people um but uh i it's funny because the whole intermittent fasting uh idea like i was watching a youtube video of some doctor talking about it and he said uh one of the first like baby steps to intermittent fasting is to cut down to like three meals a day if you're having more than that like basically if you're snacking between meals don't do that and also mm-hmm. resist the urge to eat when you're like in the morning when you wake up and you feel kind of hungry that's not actual hunger like you don't need nutrients mm-hmm. it's more so like your um like it's like your digestive rhythm like getting started and like it's used to food or something like that but <laughs> all that to say is that it seems like the enemy of intermittent fasting is like the three meal a day um, model, which they want to avoid. But that goes against everything I heard, which is like, uh, right. you know, eat three square meals a day. And more importantly, breakfast is the most important meal a day. And here's intermittent fasting people saying like, oh, don't eat till like 1030, you know, which is like, well, I'm up for a few hours at that point. So I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, I, I mean, for what it's worth, I do uh, intermittent it, intermittent fasting. I did it for like uh, probably like a year, mm-hmm. and then I took like a couple month break, and now I've been back on it for I don't know like a couple of months. Okay, yeah. And I just I eat between ten and six, so yeah, I just have yeah. a eight hour period yep. where I eat, and I get 
well, sometimes I'll, sometimes like if I'm really into work, once 10 comes around, you know, I, I'll like forget about it and mm. it'll be 11. Then I'm just like, I'll just wait till lunch at this point. Yeah. No, that's but fair. I feel um, like normally I like, you know, right at 10, I'll have like a bagel, wait two hours, then I'll have like lunch mm-hmm. and then, you know, until like 530 and then I'll have dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've done that for a while too. Um, the end goal for me wasn't so much like learning about like my insulin and all that stuff. It was more mm-hmm. so like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to try not to snack at night. Like really it was just a very basic, easy way to like cut calories for me. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent. That's, that's basically my goal too. Cause I would go at like nighttime was just, yeah, huge, huge snacking time. I know. In yeah. General. We, Weirdly, um, I heard, I knew, I've talked to people who have fasted for like three days straight um, before, and they say after like a day or so, you reach a certain point where you just don't feel hungry anymore. It's like your hmm. body is just, I think, kind of like begrudgingly accepted the fact that it's like, okay, I'm not getting any food, time to, you know, start burning reserves or whatever. Um, and I did kind of reach that around like three o'clock, 3.30 today. So about 21, 22 hours in, I did not feel as hungry as I did the night before, which is like three hours after I ate dinner. I was like, I'm starving, like I'm gonna die. <laughs> um so that was kind of interesting interesting yeah. yeah um and i i broke the fast i celebrated <laughs> well it, really what i wanted to do was uh obviously it's supposed to in, inspire a healthy lifestyle right you know it's like you make all these small changes to maybe lose weight and get in shape <laughs> but um, you so- celebrated by getting like two milkshakes <laughs> <laughs> burger <laughs> okay yeah you uh you 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 saw the end of my uh, story i had a little Caesar's pizza <laughs> Oh, nice. (laughs) Well, I sort of, and this is some weird backwards attitude that I sort of have about it, is I justify the unhealthy decisions by, by, you know, saying I was healthy the day before. It's like, I almost was like, okay, no matter what I eat, like, it's still going to be less calories than if I had like three big meals. You know what I mean? Like, I could eat like a whole pizza. And it's like, okay, well, that's 1,800 calories or whatever. But it's like, that's still less. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like this is, uh, that's equivalent to like, you saving money by like not buying toothpaste just so you could buy like a video game at the end. <laughs> I do that too. So, <laughs> well, yeah, my new thing, it, this is all a very um, convoluted way to say that, that my new thing was just mental gymnastics, you know, <laughs> explaining away uh, eating a whole pizza. Yeah. Well, Joel, I am, uh, I'm thrilled to try this out. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I would not be surprised if, you know, come 12 hours into the fast, actually, no, 12 hours, 12 hours, if I started at six, 12 hours would be six in the morning, (laughs) but sure, 12 hours at six in the morning, I'm just face first in my dog's dog bowl, just (laughs) scarfing down that puppy chow. Oh, Wow. Even though you have food in the pantry, you're just so desperate that you're like crawling to the dog bowl. All right. Well, my wife just the- hears moaning from the hall where the ball is just oh. <laughs> And it's six in the morning, no less. It's like. <laughs> it's been 12 hours since I haven't. <laughs> well, good luck. I hope it doesn't come to that, but I guess, uh, there, you know, 50 50, I might, you know, <laughs> I guess it's possible. Until then. We will rejoin the listeners in segment two. Yep. And in the meantime, they can enjoy 15 seconds of stock classical music. Oh, that's nice.
So, Luke, how did uh, how'd your 24-hour fast go? Whoa, Joel, you're hitting me really fast there with the questions. <laughs> right out of the gate, baby. Right, right out of the gate. That. Whiplash coming from that nice classical music. <laughs> That's right. Go from the low-energy classical to just, like, breakneck speed. Anyway, to get to the point, I guess, the fasting went incredibly well. Oh, good. Yeah, I... Uh, all things considered, I, I had to um, essentially start fasting on the fly <laughs> without any planning. So my original plan was to fast uh, basically from 6 p.m. one day to 6 p.m. the next day. Right. Basically, that's what you did, right? Yes. Uh, however, I got the day I wanted to start that, I got caught up with some stuff, and I didn't get home to eat dinner until like 7 p.m., Ooh. So I was like, oh, damn, that's pushing it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I haven't eaten since like 1 p.m. today. I'm just going to keep not eating. Oh, okay, <laughs> and I'll just yeah. go until 1 p.m. the next day. Just pulling audible. Yep. So I just, uh, you know, I just tightened up my my glutes or no, that's your ass. My, my uh, abs. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you probably did both, I bet. Yeah, yeah, both yeah. I just help. flexed my butt cheeks super hard <laughs> to prepare and then the myself. Goes away. <laughs> well, that's good. Do you feel like you have like superpowers now? Uh, you know, I was doing some research and I found that by day one, um, my body should be relieving itself of toxins and uh, basically any old scars I have should start breaking down and healing with better tissue. That's that's one article I saw that said that. Actually? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. I don't think it was by day one, but it said like by like day, you know, like 10 of your fast, like you you may feel sore because your body will be breaking down old scar tissue and healing it properly because it's now like acting at peak efficiency. <laughs> what in the world? Like, man, these, these science articles that just like dunk on your body when you're just living your life normally, it's like, oh, did you know that three meals a day are actually killing you? Like yep. <laughs> your body is supposed to be relieving those times. Accents. It's like, oh, and they okay. all have the same like, I don't know, like dog whistle language, I guess, of like toxins and yeah. I was gonna say that sounds like such a buzzword to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. have all those buzzwords. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, like, I was surprised at how uh, little I was hungry during the entire thing. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, I guess during the first what, from one to seven, six hours, I wasn't really even thinking about it. So I wasn't terribly hungry. But mm -hmm. when I decided to do it, I was pretty hungry. But after like, I don't know, two or three hours, that subsided. Yeah. I, mean, I was able to go to sleep. Then I woke up around breakfast time when I would normally eat. I was pretty hungry. But then after, like, once I got like a couple of hours past the time I would normally eat, I guess my body was just kind of like, well, I guess we're not doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, 24 hours is not the longest fast. No. It's, to me, it seems like the basic or like the bare minimum of what could be considered like fasting for a, any length of time. Um, I was talking to some coworkers and one of them did a a 50 hour fast. And I know another guy who's done like a three day fast before. So I feel like oh, that's wow. like the big boy leagues. That's the real test. Because I feel like 24 hours is like you could just ask me anytime. It's like, hey, you want to just you know, fast for 24 hours starting now? And like any day of the week, I'd be like, yeah, OK, sure. I'll just do it right now. Like it's not that huge of a commitment. You just kind of just don't eat it's not it doesn't really throw you off that much but um no it doesn't and i was actually thinking like i mean with how little of a deal it was it's kind of i'm kind of thinking like maybe i should just do this like once a week yeah i i thought the same thing i kind of had um <laughs> i'm recording this on sunday night and i had sort of an unhealthy weekend uh food wise like i had pizza oh, last no. night and i had like 
another like oven pizza this and like some ice cream in there and i'm just like oh man you know what would really just be like a clean reset it's just a 24-hour yeah. fast it would be and get rid of those toxins and let my yeah. scars heal you know <laughs> that's not minute. get rid of all that bullshit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to break my fast, I did not. So I was planning to to follow suit and and uh, you know just go out and get like fast food or something mm-hmm. to celebrate, I guess. Yeah. I ended up uh, going to a butcher and getting some really nice brats and then uh, wow. some buns and potato salad and I oh that sounds really good. up the brats for my fast breaking. It was really perfect good. summer meal to break the fast. That's awesome. Um, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say about this. Uh, you know, I was hungry at times. Most of the time, I wasn't that hungry. <laughs> right. I suppose. Uh, um, I'm fine. Yeah. Good. That's good to hear. Uh, so, Joel. Yes. You know, with my new puppy, she's been very rambunctious lately. And sometimes mm-hmm. to uh, calm her down, I've been playing her some Beethoven or other classical music. Sure. I, sure, I, sure. I wonder if uh, if it's had the same effect on you this past week that it does on my puppy. Yeah, I've also, I, I don't pee on the floor anymore, and I take my poops out in the yard, so... That's, some, that's some, perfect. Something's going right. Make make um, eye contact with Rick across the street. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> right. Wait, which, um, which album did you listen to again? So I listened to Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Oh, okay, I like listened to the same one. an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. Yes, yes. Ends yep, with Ode it. to Joy. Um, I must have a different one here because I, I have Symphony Number no. Nine in D minor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's like an hour and six minute album. Uh, but there's okay. only there's only five songs on it. Um, I don't know how many years had. But oh, so like... I did not listen to an album. Oh, I found a YouTube video. It was a live playing of the symphony by the Chicago Symphony. Oh, Orchestra. is that what you did? Okay, yep. gotcha. No, I just did mine on Spotify, and I just found a um. A just like yeah, I mean it's a symphony playing it, but it's like it's it's different songs. Mm-hmm. It was from 1984. I just found out like right now, huh. so it's a little bit of an older one rendition. But yeah, five songs. My biggest takeaway is um, I don't think I have the grasp or even just the basic wherewithal to appreciate a song that's more than like three and a half minutes because these things go on for like 18 minutes and there's like mm-hmm. all these movements and like ebbs and flows to it and i just i'm like okay it's a little quieter now it's a little slower now it's like oh let's start building and that's it and i can't can't at some point you just glaze over and like and blends together and you were (laughs) this is gonna sound so like so preposterous coming from me a 25 year old white guy in 2021 going "Mm, beethoven's not that talented but when you were talking in the first segment about how it's like you listen and you're like oh crazy that one guy wrote this but i listen to it i'm like yeah why is that not crazy like is it so complex that it needs like four people to write it? Like aren't most symphonies or most music written by one person, you know? Um, I think it's just, to me, it seems like there's a little bit higher, I don't know, I guess level of complexity because you're writing for so many different instruments. Yeah, that's true. Like, I guess like, yeah, I guess like a magnitude, I guess like one or two magnitude greater. It's not just like a small band where you write for a guitar, a drums, and just like vocals mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like you're writing for like 35 people, like all their music and stuff. Um, but again, I'm too I'm too much of a pea brain to even appreciate it. But it sounded nice. Um, I liked it. It weirdly, I'm so ingrained in like <laughs> like pop culture and stuff. Would listen to it, it like almost reminded me of like Game of Thrones music. And I can see where a lot of people get their inspiration for a lot of their um, mm-hmm. uh, like classical styles like i don't know it's sort of hard to explain but a lot of like uh string music you can almost hear the influence that beethoven probably had on them so that part was really cool have you um 
Because I remember from, like, some of the music, well, like, when I was in band, uh, some of the, the pieces we would have to play, you know, the director would talk us through parts of it and kind of go through some of the history. And, like, mm. some sometimes, you know, he'd be like, oh, and, like, during the middle section, uh, it, like, you know, slows down to invoke the feeling of, like, sheep grazing through a pasture or whatever. <laughs> then, it, you know, it speeds up because, like, a wolf's attacking or whatever. Yeah, right. And, right. like, I'm always like, man, if I was just listening to this in the wild without you telling me this, I'd be like, oh, it's a little slower, more peaceful now. And then, yep, it picks up. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> I didn't really get much of that, to be honest. Um, and there's no – the ones I was listening to had no lyrics or anything. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's just instruments. And so um, – yeah, I mean, it was it was nice to listen to, but I didn't feel strongly about one song over the other. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it all sort of blend together, which was kind of cool in a way because mm-hmm. they're so long and they're so they're kind of similar styles. Like it's almost listened to like an hour and six minute song that just like ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I couldn't tell when a song started and because there's these natural pauses and breaks. Yep. Um, so it's good. I you know I feel smarter after it. I'm like 10, 10 AQ points up. But, oh, hundred percent, hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm just gonna just gonna play it at night and fall asleep to it, and I'll be a genius by the end of the week. Uh, it's good for that. I think that's partially what it was made for. <laughs> to and make. I'll finally, and I'll finally stop uh, chewing on the couch cushions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll finally be to the level of my nine-week-old puppy. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll finally have a basic object permanence and realize that when you uh, walk out the door, that you are coming back in like 20 minutes. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's much more to say about either of these. It sounds like we both had fairly positive experiences. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Um, it's good to, I mean, this one was a sort of low-key episode, I would say, overall, where overall. It, it's almost like the quintessential Ultramire Morons. It's like we both tried something new we haven't experienced. We shared it with each other. We're like, oh, that was cool. That was neat. It's like we expanded our horizons a bit, but it wasn't mm-hmm. some like, you know, it wasn't some like life-changing thing. It's just kind of a cool thing to try. Well, I hope the uh, audience really enjoyed this quintessential uh, UMM podcast because they will have to go a month in between episodes now because we will be taking a break. So there will be no episode on the 15th of September, 2021. Keep them wanting more, baby. Uh, In the meantime, if you are mad about this new development, you can tweet at us at UMM podcast on Twitter. Or, you know, leave a comment on Apple uh, rating or uh, uh, YouTube. I think that's the only places you can leave comments for us. Just um, hey, go in your closet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, go in your closet and shout as long as you can. We'll hear it. <laughs> and we'll be there. <laughs> we'll, be there. we'll be there in your closet with you. Yeah, anyway, stay safe. We'll see you in a month. Bye.